so today um, I have pictures and for the people that are hearing this online you can't know what the picture looks like but once everybody here can look at it then we can describe it and see if you guys can guess the diagnosis from the picture everything you need to diagnosis is in those two pictures well there's three pictures yes so what do you guys what do you guys see okay skin lesions and edema in about a six or nine year old girl okay so um, we can look at this for a while but I'll, I'll just tell you right now so this what do you think when you look at those skin lesions what do you think that is no not that exotic nope again not that exotic uh, it may have started as bug bites but that's not what it is now so it's impetigo so what's what causes impetigo staph or strep so but she's edematous so what does she have <laughs> so she has post-strep glomerulonephritis so we hardly ever see this here but um, but it it does exist and there's a couple things in the developing world versus the the developed world where it's a little bit different so with strep throat you always think oh we have to treat it so they don't get rheumatic fever right and that's true um, the natural course of strep throat is that if you don't do anything with it if you're on an island somewhere and you can't get treated your, your sore throat will go away in about five to seven days with no treatment you won't that'll be fine the only reason we treat it is to prevent um, rheumatic fever so the strep that's in impetigo um, can also cause problems and one of the problems it can cause is post-strep glomerulonephritis so there's a lot of theory as to why this causes it whether it's autoimmune complexes that deposit in the kidneys or whether the um, body mistaken the kidney membrane for the antigen of the strep and attacks it directly there's a lot of things but there's certain strep that does it and certain strep that doesn't some of it may be due to an M unit which is part of the strep it's like a defining characteristic of it which may be more common but whereas rheumatic fever usually starts um, like about a week or so after your untreated strep post-strep glomerulonephritis can go up to a month after your impetigo and so you may not even register it in your head that those two things are related but kids with uh, post-strep GN they usually present with edema sometimes hypertension their urine will look like coke so a lot of times that's the chief complaint the parents will bring them in because their urine looks like coke it does have red cells in it um, sometimes it has casts. it has high protein and so what happens is that this irritates the tubules of the kidney so they can't really filter anymore and they just drop protein and then you get all edematous so the way you can diagnose is that you can check their urine and see if it has red cells see if it has protein you can do blood work to see if they have antistreptolysin titers and things like that um, but the main treatment for it is supportive um, steroids usually don't help you need to treat them with diuretics and supportive care and sometimes they'll need medicines for blood pressure regulation but the vast majority of these will go away on their own within several weeks and most people will go back to have normal kidney function the thing to know about this is that that's that's the pediatric version and that's we see that most commonly but in the developed world us we're starting to see this more and more in adults and the subgroup in adults is white men 
over 50 who have debilitating conditions like diabetes or chronic alcoholism. So who, we see those people every day. Um, and those people get the same kind of symptoms, hypertension, edema, bloody urine, etc. But unlike the pediatric population, they have a much higher risk of going on to progressive kidney disease that it usually is not as self-regulating and resolving as the pediatric version. So keep that in the back of your mind. It does exist here, and it sometimes the demographics are a little bit different. 